This is Lloyd Minster's show. This is local that matters to you. Local people. Local events. Local news and sports. For Lloyd Minster and area, this is Live with Kurt Price from the new Lloyd Minster Nissan. Well, good morning, and thank you for joining us here at the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan Exhibition Grill out at the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition Grounds. As we introduce you to the four drivers who will be competing in the Big Dash tonight at the North American Chuck Wagon Championships, and it has been a fabulous week. Joining me to uh, talk about and talk to our racers today is Greg Bucky Buchanan, the voice of the CPCA Radio Network, and we are pleased to be uh, broadcasting today on the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan on page as well as the CPCA Facebook page as well. You can also check us out on YouTube and later today uh, we'll be up wherever you get your podcasts from as well. So it has been a, a different week here at the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition Grounds and I say different because at the start of the week everybody was sweating, sitting in the stands, it's 30 degrees and now as, as far as Saturday night goes and last night it got a little cool up in the stands but the racing on the track has been hot. Greg, it has has been a fantastic week yeah it's been a little bit of everything this week you've had nine days you've had a challenge for some drivers that never been part of a, a show this long uh so the challenges to barn management uh, but you've seen some great stories we'll talk to four drivers that are making up the biggest story of it all uh but at the same time you've had you know preston faithful comes to mind right away uh, his first everyday money win in a chuck wagons and his biggest show and he does it here in grand style and then even a couple of nights ago randall stanley cracking the top five so it tells you how competitive the drivers are in the cpca and, and the neat thing here we've had the mentorship heats and well that'll wrap up tonight and the heritage heats too where's your fun you'll have 13 canadian championships on the track with ray and brian competing against each other and going back to the old heritage days of four outriders on top of that so it is it is really great to see what the North American Chuck Wagon Championship has developed him to this year uh, with you have a look at back to the history of the wagons to the future of the mentorship and to the present right now with the 36 drivers so when you want to promote the sport of Chuck Wagon racing the NACC is definitely doing that gates open at five o'clock tonight you'll want to be in the stands early uh, because we've got the presentation of the truck today we've got some awards presentations going on you mentioned that heritage heat that is going to take the track right around 6 30 and so you'll want to be in the stands early and you want to stick around as well you can get your tickets right at uh, the Oloy Mr. Exhibition uh, here for tonight's races and you'll want to check out that heritage heat because as you said uh, uh greg you look at the past and they show you the past too they have four outriders on the uh, track at the same time and there's uh, you think there's a lot going on when there's four wagons on the track or when those three you know mentor wagons go but boy when they when you got four outriders on the track imagine having uh, four wagons and four outriders per uh that's a that's a busy busy time and it has been busy the crowds have been absolutely fantastic of course championship monday which sounds different but greg you're on the committee there's a reason for that we started to be in line with the saskatchewan health orders yeah saskatchewan opened up for business on july the 11th so the dates kind of changed to July the 11th to open up this nine-day show and it's interesting with that said Saskatchewan opening up Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe will be here tonight so uh, you know it's it's a fantastic show and now it's starting to hit that uh, provincial spotlight which it should have and now we'll have Scott Moe here tonight to kind of uh, put his stamp on everything 
Yeah, and we are really pleased to be able to introduce you to the drivers in tonight's dash in no particular order. Uh, Logan was here first, so he sat down first. So <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining us, Logan. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. So it, Greg mentioned, you know, you got to manage these, uh, these horses for nine days. Tell us how different this show is nine days compared to the regular weekends. Uh, guys still travel with 18, 20 horses down the road, and uh, you can't run you can't run the horses every day. So you'll cycle them in, and uh, you know, watch all their feeling and uh, make your changes in the lineup based on that. What changes have you made throughout, and which which of your teams has been running? What are you going with tonight, or uh, or is that a, is that a trade secret you don't no, like to no, say? No, it's fine. Yeah, I've been just mainly using two lead teams and three wheel teams, and. Now that we got down to the nitty-gritty here, I just cut down to two outfits. Obviously, I don't know which one's going yet because uh, the barrel draw is at 6 o'clock, and I'm sure the rest of the guys are in the same boat. You finished, uh, you had the fast time of the night twice this week, so obviously things are going very, very well. Yeah, well, this, this dash is going to come down to barrel draw. I think the rest of the guys will tell you that. They all want the one barrel. Um, you know, the track's been kind of rail-based, so, you know, whoever gets the one's going to be the favorite. So that comes down to luck of the draw. It's whoever's going to have the lucky hand, so we'll see what happens. How much time you spend thinking about envisioning this race, not knowing which barrel you're coming off of? I, these guys have drove lots. They've envisioned the same as what we, what I do, and, uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll, after the barrel draw's done, we'll kind of think about how the race is going to play out. And then when you do get to the race, it doesn't play out how you thought anyways. So you usually just adapt. But um, it's going to be an exciting race, I'm going to tell you that much. For you, Logan, uh, big Sunday night back in July in 2019 in Calgary when you raced for the Calgary Stampede Championship and won it. How does tonight compare to that? Well, it's going to be the same thing. You prepare for it the same way. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's really exciting because everybody works to get to that dash now it turns it's it, this is fun it, you just go out there and do the best you can and uh you know just have some fun with it everybody's excited about it and uh it's exciting to you know race for some good money again the last time you were on this track it goes back to your days in the cpca and you were in a championship dash that day against your dad what was the outcome that time well, that day I, I thought I was going to win a Canadian championship, uh, you know. Yep. Uh, Dad was running tough all year, and he was uh, sitting first. And he actually took a barrel, and I didn't even half know about it. He, uh, he just wasn't whipping his horses, and I, I didn't understand why. And I had him headed, and, and uh, you know, and then all of a sudden Devin Mitzwing ran me down and beat me by 2,100. Yes. It was a heck of a race. Um, yeah. Beat me fair and square, and... Uh, you know, you just chalk it up to experience and uh, hope we can uh, try and run at that again. Yeah, Devin had run coming about three wide uh, coming home there. Uh, you're coming back into the fold here and coming back in the year old stomping grounds. What's it like to be back close to home and racing every weekend? Oh, it feels good. This is where I started. Um, you know, there's there's lots of young drivers coming in and doing really good and it, it, it makes it exciting. Um, as you can see, you can have multiple day money or winners over nine days. So, you know, seeing seeing it change hands, it's, it shows the competitive outfits, right? So, it's uh, it's been a fun year, and uh, you know, we're not done yet. We're still gonna have some more fun with this. Okay, you you started as an outrider for your dad, Gary. Uh, so you're you're an outrider driver, but more than anything, you're a fan of the sport. What does this what does this show mean to the sport, and what does it mean to Logan Gorse? This show. 
it's it's pretty huge actually because it was it was developed to uh, have the guys that didn't have the opportunity to go to the Calgary Stampede to have somewheres to race for some decent money. You know, we all need to survive. Uh, there's a lot of businesses struggling right now, not just chuck wagon racing. So don't get me wrong, but this influx of money is going to help everybody survive because ultimately, if none of us survive, I can't go out there and race myself, right? So, you know, everybody needs a you know needs that money to you know feed the horses and properly take care of them. And, and, and you uh, meant this 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 show is pretty huge. You mentioned preparation. What does the preparation for this afternoon include? I imagine you have have some kind of sleep. Try to get some kind of sleep. Yeah, sleep's good. Yeah, you run <laughs> nine, ten days. Uh, you know, you're up at the mor- in the morning and you're yeah. feeding at six a.m. and you know <clears throat> we don't tuck the horses in the bed till midnight. So I'm a guy that needs that seven, eight hours of sleep. So yeah, I'll need my driver nap. And you know, some of these guys are probably the same, but. Um, you know, your day doesn't change. You're with the horses all day and you're making sure they're feeling good. And, you know, when it's hot out, you're making sure the barn is nice and cool. And they're just like people. If you're not feeling good, you ain't going to run good or play a good hockey game. So you just, uh, you know, make sure they're, they're ready to go by the end of the night. If things go right and you're standing on that stage at the end of the night. You've won that buckle. You've won that championship. Who do you think of? Well, everybody, the, your family, the barn crews, the, the people that put this show on. You, you, you probably know the hours it takes to put this show on. It's hours and hours and, the, you know, all the volunteers. And it's, uh, you know, without all that, you, you know, I'm not doing this. So, you, you know, you just appreciate the people around you that help you to, to help you win. Well, Logan, good luck tonight. Really appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Greg. That's Logan Gorst. We'll take a break and be right back and introduce you to another one of our Dash drivers in just a moment. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering Smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder Smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. <laughs> Can I hold them down? Welcome know? back to the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan Exhibition Grill. As we introduce you to our drivers in the dash tonight out at the Lloyd Mr. Exhibition grounds. And uh, pleased to be joined by BJ Carey, who has become a big friend of this show, has always been generous with his time. And we really appreciate that, BJ. And uh, here you are tonight. Uh, you're, you're in it to win it, obviously. You've had a great week. Uh, tell us about your week. Um, I've had six really good days and I had two days I wish I could do over but um, I mean it's it's wagon racing and uh, yeah I'm happy with the way the horses are working the way they're running and uh, everything's come together and had clean eight days so I'm, I'm highly happy in sports they always say you you learn more from the bad days yeah 100 percent you do yeah um, yeah it's it's there's probably not much I could have changed uh, um, but it's just, it's the, the first day I just didn't turn hard enough to get to the rail and turn too hard to pull in, pull in behind. So, and the second day I had a tug wrap around an evener. And I mean, that's going to happen probably one in a thousand times, but it's, it's, I switched a horse. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe from the horse, just 
the way he's moving with the other horse. I, I don't know. You know, so you yeah, you do learn from it. And uh, and if I was to redo it, I wouldn't have changed anything. I would have I would have went with what I originally planned rather than doing what I did. So it's just the way it goes. I asked uh, Greg and Wendy this because Greg always says when he goes to Calgary, he's got nothing much to do in the afternoon. <laughs> so he usually goes to a movie or something like that. But being at home, there's responsibilities and stuff. This is your home. This is your home track. So you're also on the committee. Yeah. So I imagine you're kind of looking forward to uh, not only the race tonight, but also after the race and have a little bit of a break, a little bit downtime. Being wow. at home, it must put a little extra pressure on you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm back and forth to Glossland. This is my business in Glossland. So um, I have, I'm burning at both ends of the candle doing this. So it's, um, it's pretty tiring. Um, I, if I get three, four hours of sleep a night, it's, I'm happy. Uh, and if I can sleep in the afternoon, I'm happy. But it hasn't happened a whole bunch. So um, being at home, though, yeah, home track. Uh, I train here all spring. So uh, horses know it. They know they're at home. And it makes it a little easier that way. Um, but yeah, three days off isn't going to be a whole bunch to, before we go into Little Pine. Uh, it's going to be a grueling last five weeks for sure. One thing they say about chuck wagon racing is being consistent and staying penalty free. Uh, you're going to be awarded with a safe driver award prior to the races here tonight. Uh, tells you that you're doing exactly that. Uh, how is it? To, I know you want to be fast every night, so there's a fine line between being fast and being clean, and you have to find that fine line. Um, you, yeah, I mean. In the past, uh, in the past, I would. I think my big thing was I'd get in a hurry in the barrels, and and um, I'd take a barrel here, take a barrel there. And I, I did. I have taken a barrel any lake, I guess, on the dash day, and uh, it was trying things, and and I wasn't set perfect, and and with my outfits, if I'm not set perfect, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna struggle. I gotta really feed things around, and and basically. Feather, feather the horses, and so, yep. um, yeah, and then it's just learning your horses and, and being being patient and being consistent, being consistent, like you said, knowing exactly when to turn them horses. The, and they also say uh, horses are creature habit. Uh, you you trained here. We brought this up before on CPC Radio Network. You've trained here for last number of years. You help build up the barns here, so your horses are home. They're actually yeah, yeah. really legitimately home, and they feel comfortable at home. Have you seen that? you know the results in the track because of that i think uh the results in the track where they don't gawk around as much for sure and mm -hmm. like i'm running a couple of new ones so it, for sure that's part of it um and they know their home they aren't as like i, I mean you compare it to calgary they're nervous they're shaking they're sweating before and here they're calm they're um they are they don't get those nervous shakes until you get pulling into the into the into the chute there to go onto the track so i think that gives them a little more to go out there with and yeah it's it's a it's a relief for them i think as well you'll go back to the, being a member of this committee here the nacc and everything coming together in a very short window it was six weeks prior to the opening day here that really the ball started rolling and are, are you what somewhat surprised how well you know in six weeks everything he did come together i know we're going to sit down after this show look to 2022 because this is the first year of a three-year contract here but everything came together yeah, we've met, we've met months and months and we kept saying, oh, well, no more in a couple of weeks, well, no more. And we started going backwards and we're like, oh boy, what are we going to do? And then, and then we kind of got the date where of the July 11th, so then we changed the dates. And, and when we changed those dates, then we, then we come to realize, okay, this is what's, mm -hmm. this is going to happen. And, 
and with the committee here and with what the Lloyd X has for staff, I mean, I wasn't, I knew it would get done. I knew that it was going to be some uh, midnight, midnight oil burning. I knew that, but I mean, it's, I knew they'd get it done and it just had to, everybody's going to have to be all hands on deck to get done. And they did a bang up job. It was, um, everybody did, everybody pulled together and, and I, there were some stressful days and there's, there's still some stressful, stressful days, but uh, that's just part of putting on a show like this and putting and having a, uh, this many people in, in one area for so many days. Logan mentioned it, it, it comes down to a barrel draw. Do you, do you feel the same way? And how do you, how do you, how do you envision if you have to go through and vision coming off each one of those barrels, not knowing? Well, I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for a barrel, but I mean, it, it, there's four good wagons, so it's going to come down to a barrel draw, and it's going to come down to you know, whose stars align tonight. That's what it's going to come down to, and um, then yeah, hopefully it's all clean. It's hopefully it's a clean race right across the board, and and the horses do the, the horses do their job, and we do our jobs, and and the best wagon wins. Um, you can envision it, but I mean it's. You wouldn't. You'd be stressed to the max if you're envisioning every barrel and every every scenario. Like he said, have go out and have fun. This is the fun part of it, and you're gonna go put it all on the line, and that's all you can do. And you mentioned you got you know three guys going up against you that you know had great weeks as well, yeah. but you know one of those guys very well. You know your brother-in-law very well. Yeah. How much conversation goes on between the two of you during the races? Not a whole bunch. Um, we kind of stick to our own, and I mean, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, we stick to our own. And we, you got to race your horses. You got to race your barn. Um, you're you're competing with yourself, really, and uh, you're going out there. And you, if you can, if you can run your horses to the max max they can run, well, then you're doing your job, and it's it's that's the first first part of it. Then you're racing everybody else. So if you can be out there, be clean, and and be that way, then then you should be fine to to go against everybody else. But. There's not a whole bunch of talk. I mean, uh, we go both do our own thing, and that's, we are out there like another competitor. There's a there's a young guy, a ten year old, that has been coming into the stands with us, named uh, Cage Miazga, yeah. and uh, Cage looks up to you. He, yeah. He's created these fish hooks for you, and uh, we had him down at the track the other night, and uh, we said uh, BJ's last. He almost started to cry. <laughs> He said, BJ's last. We went, no, no, like his wagon is coming back around last. Yeah. And uh, what does it mean to have these, these kids look up to you the way that they, well, the way they do? Uh, Cage, um, I've been show, friends with Joe for some time. And uh, Ashley and, well, Deanna Wongler, actually, is who introduced me to, to Ashley, which is Cage's mom and her sister. Um, they started coming around, and <clears throat> Cage was, had these hooks. And so I told Deanna, I said, uh, make a decal for him. I'll put it on my wagon. And, don't tell them and just make sure he's in Lloyd here so we did that and then yeah he's been coming around and he come fishing with me in the winter and come fishing in the summer when we when we weren't racing and uh, it's great to have him around he's actually at the barn right now waiting for me to get back there so um, he uh, he loves it down here he uh, he's a great kid 10 years old and I've never seen a kid work like that in my life he <laughs> paint those hooks and uh, like, yeah just a great kid great comes from great great family and it's great. And I'll ask you the same question I asked Logan. You know, you win tonight, you're standing on the stage. Who comes to mind? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. Barnham, the barn crew, Outriders, everybody that's helped. So, yeah. Good luck tonight, BJ. Thanks. Really appreciate it. You betcha. Thank you for having me.
be back and introduce you to another driver that is in the dash tonight here at the North American Chuck Wagon Championships. Just a reminder, gates open at 5 o'clock and that heritage heat on the track at 6.30. There's awards presentations at 6 o'clock. You'll want to come early tonight. Back in a moment from the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan Exhibition Grill. Once again, thanks for joining us, whether you're joining us on the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan uh, page or on the CPCA page. We're really excited to introduce you to another driver in the dash tonight, and that's Brad McMahon, who kind of came from behind to yeah. uh, get into that uh, uh, dash tonight. Tell us how you're preparing, Brad, not knowing. I mean, you just you, you, obviously you don't wish any bad luck on any other drivers, but also at the same time, you know what you got to do, right? Yeah, we started out slow. I think we started day one, 25th. Um, a team we brought in for day one, uh, three of the four of them hadn't even ran this year. We had saved them for the show. But that being said, they're, they're battling a few little injuries, so we didn't want to push them too early in the season. So we did. They did start slow, and uh, so we had to dig our way all week, and they slowly climbed out of it. And, snuck us in there with a little bit of luck so we're pretty excited each heat it seems like each heat you're right there and if and and quite often we'll hear jason lee up in the tower say but watch brad mcmahon he's coming like you seem to have a lot at the end of the races yeah they're really digging in and scratch and they like this track uh, we've always had pretty good success on the longer tracks um, some of these guys that we run with are barreling unbelievable though, so give them credit. We, uh, we usually aren't known to barrel, but we come chase them down at the end, hopefully. So that's, we'll be looking for a luck of the draw tonight on the barrel draws. Patience you have to have in chuck wagon racing because uh, you mentioned you have some new uh, horses into the fold and, and sometimes you have to be patient because with those new horses, you're going to have some nights you like to forget but you have a bounce back night the next night. How important is it to be patient as you're bringing new horses into the fold? Yeah, big time. I mean, we got a first year <clears throat> great leader on our short barrels. Um, you know, accidents can happen with those guys. I mean, they haven't seen these pressure situations like like the old boys have. And, and you know, you just got to give them a fair chance. I mean, take a little bit extra time with them. And, and it, it seems to pay off, but you can't be upset if something goes a little wrong compared to what the season boys do. So. Yeah, there's an old saying in sports, too, that you learn more from losses than you do from wins. Like back in 2019, you were flirting in that top four, and then you had a couple of setbacks, and you came into the finals trying to get back in that final four. What did you learn along that way? Because you had a shot to be in that Canadian dash a few weeks out from the finals, and it, and it didn't come together for you but it's coming together for you this week. What have you learned that it's paid off for you? Um, a real important thing that Logan said is barn depth. Mm -hmm. um, we really stressed hard on the last, even the off season to uh, build our barn up stronger, bigger, better. Um, more horses in every position. We got spare horses that go. 
in those positions just as good. I know they haven't got their chance because of everything that's running, but they're they're ready at home. They're being exercised at home, barned at night at home, and they're ready to step in and fill those shoes. So we've, we've really gained our barn depth to what we have in previous years, and hopefully that helps cover those mistakes that we made 2019. Yeah, the, the three drivers you're facing against tonight includes a former Canadian or former Calgary Stampede champion, another driver in Jamie Lavakin that got to semifinal Saturday at the Calgary Stampede. Those three drivers been part of a 10-day show. This has been far the biggest show you've been part of in the big wagon box. How how does the, what does this mean for Brad McMahon? What's going to happen here tonight? Um, actually, for us, the pressure's completely off. We've got nothing to lose. <laughs> We're over three amazing competitors. They're all at the top of their game. So to be hooked with them, that's a, <clears throat> a big pat on the back to our group and our barn crew. So we got nothing to lose. We're going for it on whatever barrel we draw. So. Awesome. And what's your preparation this afternoon? What are you going through? And do you change anything from, from what you've been doing all week? No, we're going to stay with whatever team we draw. We have two solid teams here. so. Depending on our barrel draw, <clears throat> that's the teams that's going tonight. So we'll just see the luck of the draw. We've prepped everything in the barn, so they're all ready to go. Everybody's feeling good. There's no no injured horses or nothing. So we're pretty excited. We're just we're gonna throw the line at them and let them go. So. And you got a lot of fans in the stands too, coming from Chauvin. It's not much of a drive up here. Yeah. So when you look in that stands, I'm seeing a lot of people from Chauvin and feels good to know they're behind you, I bet. Oh, big time. Yeah, huge uh, local support there. <clears throat> Always have been. They're big Chuck Wagon fan. Um, they know the stands better than me. Like, they're keeping track. They're, they're the ones telling me we're a second out or whatever. <laughs> so they keep track of it even closer than we do. So it's pretty fun. And it, uh, it shows back at the barns and back at camp how many people are supporting us. Okay, now they're going to be picking the barrels out of the hat. So they're going to have four balls in a hat. You're going to be the fourth pick. Now, if you grab that ball and it says number one on it, go and you're the fourth pick, go and buy a lottery ticket. I, I would, uh, <laughs> that would be pretty good odds if I did see that. So be pretty lucky. It's going to come down to a draw. Yeah. I mean, all, all four of us are running good and we have all got some pretty darn good teams. So, I mean, Every one of us got a pretty darn good barrel, one hook, and uh, it's going to be tough. It doesn't doesn't matter who it's going. It's going to be the luck of the draw. So hopefully those boys leave that barrel one when they're in there for me. So. <laughs> That'd be nice of them. <laughs> and I asked Logan, I asked BJ this: if the things go right and you're there, you win this uh, North American Chuck Wagon Championship tonight. You're stand on stage. Who are you thinking of? Um, it was a little tough for me, but. We lost my mom last year, and uh, she was our biggest fan. So it'll be for her tonight. Best of luck, Brad. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Take a break. Be right back to the New Lloyd Mr. Nissan Exhibition Grill. PWM Steel in Lloyd Minster is the key supplier and largest indoor inventory of steel between Edmonton and Saskatoon. Locally owned, PWM Steel offers a wide range of services from steel cutting and bending to custom sign and powder coating. PWM Steel uses aluminum products as well as new and recycled steel. Key supplier of steel products and services since 1982. Visit their website at pwmsteel.com. 
Welcome back to the new Lloyd Mr. Nissan Exhibition Grill on Championship Monday. I know that sounds a little bit different to say it's Championship Monday, but because of the Saskatchewan health regulations, you opened up on a Sunday, end on a Monday, and bring nine days of racing to a close. We want to introduce you to a man who's been the fastest on the track over those nine days and has won himself a brand new truck, Jamie Labacane. Thanks for being here, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Okay, let's start with that truck. What's this mean? What what is what does this mean? You're the aggregate champion of the North, the, the inaugural North American Chuck Wagon Championship. You're always knocking at the door, Jamie, in the finals. What's this mean, though? Oh, this is big for me. Uh, I've never won a truck before, so you know it's kind of like one of those one of those bucket lists that you want to do. And you know it was uh, it was a fun nine days. And uh, you know if they would ask me if I was going to do this at the start, I wouldn't have. I couldn't have said honestly if I knew I was going to. It just everything came together kind of last minute, and I was still switching up throughout the mid midway of the show. So, you know what? Uh, kudos to my barn crew and uh, you know my parents, uh, my wife. The, uh, everybody really worked hard this spring and got these horses. Everyone feeling so good because I had so many new horses this year, and uh, they never really came together till towards the end Onion Lake. So I got lucky. And you've, you've said, and you've said this a couple of times uh, during the races, maybe I'm overthinking this. Tell us, <laughs> tell us about those comments. Well, it was kind of funny. Uh, I guess it was uh, Onion Lake and it was the last day and uh, we we're still trying to figure out that second outfit. And uh, so I was going to drive three score, one of my top left hand leaders on that outfit, but he was a little bit lame in the morning. So I'm like, ah, he doesn't have to go. We'll send Tux with this dreamer horse and uh, I was going to send this other horse and oh he's a little bit off I'll send Charlie this other <laughs> new horse they're all new first year horses yeah. good horses like really nice horses they're really coming along but didn't know how good they were threw them together off of one and took a day money and I was like well why am I even trying I should just put them all in a hat and pick them I guess I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> it, well, when, when you, you talk about that and, and, and mixing and matching and trying to find that right mix but when you do find that right mix how easy does it become for a driver? Because you have that confidence in the four that you're hooked. All you have to do is grab the lines and drive, and it makes your job a lot easier. When you got confidence in your outfit, you know that they're going to go out and do this every single time. They're going to start charge. You know, that second outfit, they might not turn as hard as my other outfit, but boy, are they ever running for me! And you know, if, when you know you have run, you you don't have to get in a rush. You don't have to be perfect every single time out. And, you know, I had three seconds worth of two outriding penalties and one when I had my false start, and I still had two seconds on the guy. So that just shows that you don't have to be perfect when you got run like that. And you know what, that doesn't happen every year. It's just once in a blue moon, you get the right, you know, two outfits together and it comes together. And just lucky for me, I did. Uh, great, the NACC has done one thing, and it's really promoted the sport of chuck wagon racing in so many different ways, from the mentorship heat to your 36 drivers competing for a championship to your dad being in the heritage heat. How's your dad liking the heritage heat? Oh man, that was that was a lot of fun. You, you should have seen, uh, you know, you could tell he was a little bit nervous, but he felt comfortable too. It was just like riding a bike for him. He, he was, uh, when he turned that bottom barrel and seen he out turned Ray and got the front end, uh, I don't think he could have wiped that smile on his face. He was he was happy to be out there. He knows that he, he doesn't want to do it full time, that's for sure. <laughs> they said his shoulders wouldn't last, but uh, they had a lot of fun. And even the outriders, they had Jarrett Winus, who yeah. rode for my dad in the championship, Sandy McKenzie rode for dad lots, Rory Jarvis, he rode for dad lots. 
and then Tyler McKenzie too, who's still riding today. But yeah, yeah. Rory is too, and uh, but they kind of all started with that too. So it was it was a special night, and uh, I was actually supposed to be riding in the wagon with him during the race. And I seen looked at those pegs that they were throwing, and I said, "Nope, sorry, old man, you're on your own." <laughs> <laughs> I, you do a great job of promoting the sport from your dad to yourself. Uh, you know, yesterday you did a tour, barn tour for Rod Wild and, and his staff from Wild Rose. Uh, you've been part of a fundraising campaign for the Saskatchewan Children's Hospital in Saskatoon. How important is it to use this platform to not just promote chuck wagon racing, but to make things better in our communities we live in? This is what I really love about the sport is, you know, the family aspect of it. And that just kind of, I guess, breeds everything else yeah. because uh, I meet a lot of good friends through sponsorship. Uh, Dave and Connie Foss uh, with Daveco. I've been out to their cabin and we've yeah. been diving together and they're avid divers as well and stuff like that. And been to some barbecues and birthday parties with them. And we just met Rod, uh, Rod Weldon and his wife and uh, they're great people and they had a lot of fun over the next four days, uh, this last four days here sponsoring me with uh, Wild Rose there. So I was so lucky to have great sponsors like them. Uh, they had a lot of fun and they're looking forward to next year. They thought this was a, a great event and they're already thinking about how they can make it better next year for their companies and everything else. So awesome. it's very exciting. Rod's been taking part in a lot of it. He, we had him on stage dancing one night in one of the dance-offs in front of the crowd. So, and he actually won. So, uh, Brad said something interesting. He said, you know, he's feeling no pressure. Um, you've won a truck now. You know, the aggregate's over. Do you feel like what? What pressure do you feel going into today? I, I guess for me, I always get nervous. Like I don't know what other drivers feel, but I always get nervous for for racing, whether I'm hooking it up at yeah, home yeah. or if I'm running for. You know, but for me, last night was my big pressure night. I was off of one, you know, BJ's breathing down my neck, um, trucks on the line, and, uh, you know, we managed to pull it off, and, and that was unreal for me. And tonight, I mean, obviously I want to win it, and, uh, but, you know, we're there. We're there, and it's a wagon race, so anything can happen off of any barrels. And yes, it comes down to a barrel draw, but it's still wagon racing, so, I'm just going to go out there and have some fun. And, you know, that's one thing I've been really focusing on this, this summer is, you know, with the time off, kind of reset my mind a little bit. And every time I go out there, I plan out my race. And then at the end of it, I go, let's have a little fun. There you go. And it puts a smile on my face and kind of just gets me in the right mindset. And do you change anything up this afternoon? Keep everything the same? Well, you know, I got that one outfit that really turns and they can really run, but um, I got a, a horse named Papa that I've only ran once here. Uh, he was a little bit tender-footed after that run, but we, we got him fixed up and he's feeling fresh and he's got a lot of run. So I'm gonna throw him on there no matter what barrel. And then we'll decide on the on the lead teams and the other right-hand wheeler, depending on the barrel. So we got, we got options and uh, we're excited to go out there. See you waving to the family every night too. You know, when you come back, see you spotting them in the crowd. Oh, you, when got, you drive by. You got, you got it. That's why I get I get in trouble every time I go back. <laughs> so uh, they they let me know, and uh, you know what? That's probably one of the greatest uh, feelings in my day is that moment, and then uh, when they come back from the races, whether I won day money or if I missed two barrels, they're they're there to give me a hug. So one thing for family. What was the best advice your dad has ever given you? Uh, you know what, honestly, the best advice he gives me is, is, is if wagon racing was easy, everybody would do it. 
And it's true because this sport is tough. Just when you think you got your ducks in a row and everything figured out, something goes wrong. So you just roll with the punches, keep trying and trying to figure it out and eventually good things will happen and there's no use whining and complaining about it because it happens to everybody. And final question, things go right for you tonight. You're on that stage. Who are you thinking of as you get crowned the North American Chuckwagon champion? Oh, I guess that's a tough one. You know, we, we lost my, my grandpa there last, last year. Uh, he was 100 and, 103 years old. No, sorry, 105 was it? I can't remember, he was old. And, he lived a great life, but he was there for me uh, at all these races as much as he could. So we'll be thinking about him, but uh, I couldn't do it without my family. So Fan important. Fantastic. Thanks, Jamie. Thank Best you. of luck. And once again, we remind you the gates open at 5 o'clock tonight. We have a number of dignitaries here. You mentioned Scott Moe is going to be here tonight, and uh, he's going to be addressing the crowd. And then, of course, so we've got the presentations. Jamie will be on stage as he gets a, he gets a truck tonight. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either, actually. Yeah. Have you on, seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. People yeah. keep on asking, what do I got? I, I, I don't know. It's a Dodge. I, I know they said they're going to wash it. It's, it's, bad. <laughs> I think it's I think it's bad luck to look at something. You know, so does so your brother on BJ get a drive in it with you? Oh, he might. I don't know. <laughs> in the very back. <laughs> in, the was, in the box. That was pretty yeah. special to race against him for that truck. Well, that's cool. Day. That's cool. Oh. And uh, we just remind you, the Heritage Heat is on at uh, right around 6.30 tonight. And then we've got the two mentor heats. And then there is nine full heats, including the final dash for the big money tonight as the uh, big sponsor, Gold Horse Casino, does a $100,000 uh, check presentation for the races tonight. So lots on the line tonight. And we hope that uh, you'll get here early and take it all in on the final night of the North American Chuck Wagon Championship.